Stand by for action. Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Miller. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy, and I want to welcome you to part three of this episode of the Unpleasant Blind Guy on EDL Radio. Now remember, if you want to contact me with comments, questions, show suggestions, awesome American suggestions, I'm available at UBG Contact on Twitter, or I can also be found as Dave Milner or Agador, that's A-G-G-E-D-O-R, on Mublet, the Tea Party Community, Spreely, Minds, MeWe, or Gab. Now let's begin. Dave, Chad, what do you think he means by get messy? Well, it could could mean something. It could mean something, Jeff, like the fact uh, that if you guys will remember history, uh, we studied this, we kind of reminded ourselves a little bit of this on BZ show the other night. Fully half of the people that died during World War One, the soldiers who died during World War One, died from the flu. Yeah. They didn't die. They didn't die from enemy fire. And and of course those nasty ass trenches that those guys had to be in were just yeah. perfect breeding grounds for this horrible stuff. Um, and could it get nasty? Yes, it could. Um, but guys, it's getting kind of late in the show, and I want to remind people uh, before we do final thoughts. Uh, we're going to take Thursday off. I just Thursday want to say, Dave, that the show, because Jan's joined us tonight, I've extended the show this evening because uh, we haven't... Oh, oh, oh you've extended? Okay. So All right. All right. Jeff's extended the show, so I have to put out the public service message. Everybody's sitting in the first two rows. Move back a bit. We don't want anybody losing an eye again. I hate filling out those insurance forms, Jeff. The prints are so small, man. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry, Dave. I should give you a little message to let you know that uh, I put my extension out. Um, you know, I've extended the show uh, for another 30 minutes. Jan, I hope you're, you're okay to, to stay with us tonight. It's, uh, it's so wonderful to I'm, hear I'm, you. And, and what you know, what can be coming up in on June the 13th? Uh, I'm bubbling. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm almost doing somersaults if I could do them properly. Um, we are, so. we have, Jeff, we have been at the same demos and never even noticed each other. <laughs> yeah. So we was, we was talking when earlier, Dave. We were talking Jan was holding <laughs> the banner. I think uh, I can't remember was on the banner. It was all good stuff, mind you. And uh, someone else was holding the other end, and I was standing at the side. And me and Jan was in the same picture about that day. It was, it was <laughs> so hot that Jan, day. She it didn't was, know me. <laughs> it was so hot that day. I had to escape because they oh, killed us. They put rain. What I liked about that day, ladies and gentlemen, what I liked about that day when we was at Chelmsford was, as we was walking along, the day was so hot that the police, even the police, they were, they were pretty decent then, police, weren't they, uh, Jan, to what some of what we've, we've come across? Well, they, they were handing out water bottles to our, our foot soldiers and angels, and I thought, that was well appreciated. And, and, uh, and I did well, notice I, it I the following day when we done a show. Um, so, yeah, I said, that now, was, listen, 
what's happening in Chelmsford? Is it cobbled streets or straight streets? You know, flat streets. Because I'm wearing six-inch stilettos. I don't think it's cobbled, Jan. Turns out Chelmsford was cobbled and I'd got six-inch stilettos on. And the heat was terrific. And I thought, that little guy that died, I loved him to bits, but I can't remember his name because I think I've got a bit of dementia. But he said, Jan, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to get out of here. And I did. I pretended I wasn't with you lot. I said, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Could you tell me why I am trapped in in here? He says, well, you read. I says, who? The EDL. I says, excuse me, and what's that? English Defence League. I says, indeed, I am not. He said, well, what are you doing? I said, I'm out shopping for the day. And my car's parked down the street. Let me have a word with my boss. And six officers were looking at me. And then the one came over and they were, I saw them eyeing me up and I was kind of indignant that I was, who are these people that I'm involved with? Indeed, I am not with them. And they let me go. <laughs> and my car was just down the road. And I buggered off. <laughs> and you know what I was stuck for two hours in the blazing sunshine because that's what the police do, torment you. Yeah, yeah. We've seen that. We've seen that at our Ramnitz where people basically weren't allowed to have a pee. Remember, Jan? I don't know if you were allowed <laughs> one, but uh, it was really exactly. inhuman, the way that they were treated. I do not know. I, yeah, they, they are cruel. And people could pass out. And there's, if, I'm shocked that they handed you water bottles, actually. But the amount of times I've strutted past the police in my stilettos, with my handbag and necking out I'm going shopping and then when I get to the when I get to the point out comes my EDL flag and my pole and everything and it's like EDL and they look at me as if to say, Look at that bitch, she's right condos here <laughs> No Well that's what we this is what I've always liked about you, Jade. You've never held back and, and if you've got you know, it's a bit hot, you need to get out of there, cool sir. You uh, evade, it's the two E's, you evade and whatever it's called, escape and evade. That's the word, isn't it? And use whatever you can to get out of that situation. And generally, you do it every time, didn't you, girl? <laughs> oh, I did. I did. Some of them knew he said, you're going to get out of this one, Janice. I'm getting out of it, don't you worry. <laughs> but you did, though, I mean... That's it, and that's the reason why we're talking about it now. I mean, um, but I never, I never once allowed them to walk me to my car for my safety. I thought they're not getting my car registration. Not to hell with that. <laughs> Good, my goodness me! Uh, Dave, isn't it great to have this this awesome uh, one of our angels uh, back with us tonight, and with the with the news and that, and, and uh, with the. Um, you know, we the reunion uh, that's coming up on June the 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we, the EDL, have been doing this for, what, 11 years? I mean, I've been doing the radio show. This is eight years this year, Dave. Eight years I've been doing the radio show. Yeah. And the time, the mm, time yeah. goes by so quick. Yes, we've seen people come, we've seen people go, but the EDL will never die. You know, that's what I love about it. I, I committed myself when I, as I said on many occasions, and Dave, Dave you back me up this, 
I've said, as soon as I read the mission statement, I was hooked, line and singer. And uh, I've yeah. never, there's no other group out there that I've wanted to join. I, I'm EDL, and I'll be EDL to the day I die, which I've sung well, about. We've never moved, have we, Jeff? <laughs> England, we have never moved. And I've got caught yeah. on tape. Uh, Debbie, uh, one of our <laughs> angels, our Sussex uh, angels, uh, she taped me. <laughs> oh my goodness me! And then it was played and played. It was played. <laughs> but uh, and that was at Birmingham, Jan. I'm surprised I didn't bang in, but in uh, at Birmingham because I yeah, was up well, there. Well, let me tell really you. Let me tell you a little day. secret. Let me tell you a little of secret. Course. And I'm not going to say his name because you know you'll understand why I can't say his name. But a songwriter, that nice young guy that was put away, his name is Songwriting ah, Again. I know you're talking about. Excellent. For the EDL, yeah. our songs, and I said to him today, can I put that on Facebook? And he says, yes, you can, because you, you could ask, ask permission. But he's doing well, he's strong, love him to bits. We'll never forget the demo in Birmingham when he did exactly. What I didn't expect him to do, but he did it, and I thought, oh my God, his estimation went up a hundredfold in me. He's on form, yeah, he's doing he's well, a smashing he's writing songs. A smashing guy, yeah. and uh, onward and forward, and I'm so, I haven't talked to him for, for quite a while. I need to give him a call, um, I need mm-hmm. to get in touch with him again. Uh, it's because he's such a nice guy, um, and as I say, he was in prison for, for nothing, really. Um, we, we know that we won't go because we don't want to uh, put too much information. But he's a dear, dear friend of us all. Isn't yeah, because it, it's uh, probably it's probably still being watched, so they can torture him some more. Yeah, but you know what? He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's trouble. He's on the road. You're persecuted once that you go against the narrative. But ladies and gentlemen, you see, I don't have to say too much, and nor does Jan or Dave. But that is the situation. How we how it is in the UK now? We are persecuted for speaking out, but you know what? They can put us under persecution. I'll never stop speaking out. I'll never stop doing what I do because it's the right thing to do. What we do yeah. is the right thing, and with the people like what we and call us all the names they they like, call us thugs, this that and the other. I've been called thugs so many times. It means nothing to me. I mean, I love my back. country, and so do you, Jan. And I know, Dave, you love your country, and you love the EDL. And we're good people. We ain't bad people, how they try to put across. We're not. We just want to do what's right for the people in our country and for the children. Can, I also, can I also say, way back when Obama first got in, it was so important for us Brits for him not to get in, because we knew a lot before the Americans where the, that would leave the USA. And we were so disheartened when he got in, and see when he got in a second time, I, I couldn't believe it. Fixed boats, etc., etc., because whatever the USA, what happens to the USA, always falls back. Like, here's, a, here's a better way of putting it. If the USA sneezes, Great Britain gets a cold. It's any way I can put it. So, yes, we do care about the USA. 
and we're so glad to have Mr. Trump, or at least someone who is conservative, who is right-minded and, and, and loves their country and doesn't pretend to love their country. That's what's most important. If you love your country, you're going to defend it. Lock, stock, and battle. Well, that's true, you know, but there are some who won't defend the United States. And, guys, um, you're having trouble with immigration over there, and I've got one here. Uh, this, this, is, this is one that lasts about seven and a half minutes, but it's very important for people in the United States to hear, but it's also important for people in the U.K. to hear because this is a kind of backdoor nonsense with immigration that can go on in the U.K. as well. Uh, Jeff and Jan, would you like to hear this one? This is Tucker yes, Carlson. Please. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. Thank uh, you, Dave. Uh, all right. I'm going to play this, guys. This is from Tucker Carlson from the 7th of this month, and in about seven and a half minutes. You guys are listening to the English Defense League radio show. Here we go. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Last night on this show, we told you about what may be the single most extreme and disruptive piece of legislation ever to gain widespread support in the Congress in the history of this country. It's called the New Way Forward Act. It's before Congress right now and has been for almost two months. And yet so far, it has been essentially ignored by the country's major media outlets, which are either too embarrassed of it or too ignorant to cover it. That's a disservice to you because it's really impossible to describe just how radical this bill is. If passed, it would remake our immigration system for the express purpose of helping foreign-born criminals live here. The bill would allow people who've committed serious felonies in other countries to move to the United States legally. It would make it nearly impossible for federal immigration officials to detain immigrants, no matter how potentially dangerous they are. And perhaps most infuriatingly and remarkably, it would require taxpayers to transport deported criminals back into the United States. In other words, you break our laws, you hurt our people, we'll send you a plane ticket. We'll pay for you to come back. It's utter and total insanity. And yet it's very popular in the Democratic Party. So far, this bill has 44 Democratic co-sponsors. On the screen is a list of some of their names. Some of these people you've heard of before, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, they're celebrities, but some are obscure. Earl Blumenau, for example, has represented Oregon for decades. Before this, he's maybe been best known for running the Congressional Bicycle Caucus. And yet, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Blumenauer has decided to wreck the country. Now, we'd like to talk to Earl Blumenauer on this show. We'd like to hear why he supports this bill. We'd like to talk to any of the people who've co-sponsored it. We, re we reached out to many of them today to come on and defend their views, but not one of them agreed to come. Why? Because they're cowards. And yet we think you ought to know what they're doing. Here's the bill's primary sponsor, Jesus Garcia of Illinois, after introducing the bill. Garcia said this. This is not a radical project. We are simply asking for a fair shot and the opportunity for immigrants to stay in the country they call home. A new way forward does just that. It would end mandatory immigration detention, end the automatic pipeline to deportation through the criminal justice system. It would end deportation for people who have had contact 
criminal legal system. It would end the practices of local police engaging in immigration enforcement and the increased ever-policing of communities of color. It would decriminalize immigration. This is not a radical project. Of course, the opposite is true. The bill is completely radical. It would transform America into a place you don't recognize. Many of the sponsors of this bill come from the fringes of the Democratic Party, as you would expect. But not all of them do. Consider Congressman Andy Levin. Levin represents the suburbs north of Detroit. Levin's district leans blue, but it's still essentially bipartisan. Voters there went for Hillary Clinton, for example, by just eight points. So there's no chance a majority of Andy Levin's voters want to send plane tickets to armed robbers in Guatemala so they can move next door. And in fact, nobody wants that, no matter what they claim on Twitter. Yet Levin is trying to do that right now. And that's what's scary about this bill. It's happening in the dark. No one's talking about it. Those who are dismiss it as unlikely. It'll never happen. And that's a mistake. Things change fast in modern America. On issue after issue, from ending the Second Amendment to banning biological gender to the open and aggressive racism of identity politics, yesterday's extremism has become today's Democratic Party platform. That's how it works now. Four years ago, when Bernie Sanders mounted his first campaign for president, Vox.com pressed him on why he didn't back open borders for the world. Sanders responded this way, quote, no. That's a Koch brothers proposal, which says essentially there is no United States. It would make everybody in America poorer, end quote. Of course, Sanders was entirely right. And for that crime, he was savaged by Vox and all the other angry children in wokedom. Resisting the abolition of the United States was, in their view, needless to say, proof that Sanders was a hardened bigot, a racist. Four years later, Sanders has become obedient. His new platform contains all the usual open borders rhetoric, ending all deportations, abolishing ICE, giving a blanket amnesty to all illegal aliens in the country. Now, a New Hampshire voter recently asked Sanders why his views had changed so radically. The man who once called lax immigration enforcement a Koch brothers conspiracy just four years ago suddenly sounded very much like a Koch brother himself. We have 11 million undocumented here. Many of those workers, by the way, are being exploited right now. You know, Trump wants to throw everybody out of the country. If he threw out people out of the country, the price of food in this country would skyrocket. Who do you think is picking the crops and planting all over this country? Who's picking the crops? Actually, machines are picking most of the crops in this country now and planting them too. Bernie's almost 80 years old, and apparently nobody told him that. But either way, it is still shocking to hear that explanation from a self-described socialist. So yes, workers are being exploited, but think about what avocados would cost if citizens had to pick them. It's nauseating. Now, Sanders isn't stupid. He has to know his party's turn on immigration hurts workers and the country. But he desperately wants to be president of the United States. So he goes along with it. You're seeing quite a bit of this, by the way. Joe Biden, who's supposedly the most moderate man in politics, old Uncle Joe, now is pushing for illegal aliens to get off on DUIs. Watch. 
you only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. The confused ravings of a fading old man? No, hardly. They all think that way now. If Democrats win the 2020 election, some version of the New Way Forward Act will likely become law. Once again, keep this in mind, things move fast in this country, so be ready. And welcome back to the wow. Spencer Radio Show with your Jeff Spider-Mitchell, Jeff and Jen. So in, guys. Well, wow. It's just so crazy now. Um, it's leaning so far to the left. Uh, and at the, it's the hypocrisy with these politicians. You, they say good. one thing four years ago. They're saying something totally different. Go along with the wokeism, what's uh, what's right now. Um, and this is it. This is what we got. Uh, and now you got uh, Bernie. He's uh, well. He's burning the airwaves, isn't he? Bernie is. I mean, uh, my goodness me. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I can see why President Trump uh, wants to uh, go head-to-head with Bernie. <laughs> uh, I can see he could go head-to-head with anyone, but it's crazy, Dave, what's going on in the United States. It's crazy what's going on in the United Kingdom. It's just total, uh, total madness. Um, but you they, just they hope, you hope and pray. There's a lot of common sense people out there. There's millions. Go ahead, Dave. The new way forward sounds, to someone who doesn't know the ins and outs of it, sounds new way forward. That sounds good. It's like enlightenment. So it sounds good. It's like our new policies. We've voted conservative, Dave, as you know. But our immigration policies have now taken on what we took on in the 50s, which brought the problems in the first place. We're only going to take in, like the 50s, people who will do jobs that we refuse to do. I don't know any Brit who's refused to do certain jobs, actually. But that was the term in the 50s. We're bringing in immigrants because they will do the jobs that you won't do. And now we've adopted the same thing. We have won the election. We're coming out of Brexit. We're going to put a cap on immigration, but we will bring in the people who will do the jobs that you won't do. There's no real cap, though. How about we haven't got the jobs? So stop talking shite to us. Yeah, and there's no real cap. That's the point. There's there's no real cap. And yeah, Jan, you you say it absolutely right. The left does this all the time. I mean, look at the UK, okay? Hope not hate. That sounds like a great organization to belong to, but they're part and of the reason. An extreme left-wing violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anti-fascists. That that's a, you know, a, a hope not hate is the reason why. And Jan knows this herself. Why I'm no longer on Facebook because they made sure that I and many others were perma banned from there. In the United States, we have. Okay, see how good this one sounds. The Southern Poverty Law Center. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you're representing the poor before uh, before the legal system. It sounds fantastic, but it's they really should call themselves the Communist Defense League or something like that. Of course. Then it would be totally different. Well, and that's that's the thing. That's why it's so hard to be a patriot. It's yeah. easy. It's easy to be a lefty. 
because lefties can just go along and, and let their heads be fed by the mainstream media. We ahead, would Jane. not have the problems we've got in the U.S., in the U.K., and Europe if it wasn't for the enablers, for these people that want to live and let live. If we didn't have these enablers, Islam and their co-hosts and left-wingers would not stand a chance of survival in our proper ways of life. You know, That's agree. right. I, I agree with every word you said there, Jan. Um, I know, Dave, I think you would agree with Jan, that that's the case, that they wouldn't survive, um, that people will see for them and uh, put them in the place, like, basically. It's like, it's like cutting off the, sense, like cutting it, off the head of the dragon. Said, yeah, Liberals yeah, are the yeah. dragons. Cut off their heads and their sidekicks, i.e. Islamists, left-wingers, souls of society, the dregs of society, wouldn't stand a chance. But you have to yeah. have, Jen, and, and this is the thing, you have to have the mental fortitude to look behind the label. I mean, okay, well, even yes. look, at, look at Black Lives Matter. Well, of course Black Lives Matter. But you have to look behind that to find, for instance, the terrorists that killed five police officers in Dallas. Okay. Um, you know, some, uh, that was in, on 7-7, uh, yes. wasn't it, Dave? Yes, we've, it was. We've often commented on this, and every year we um, we do the 7-7, but we also do um, what happened to those police officers that day. We never forget that, ever. But That's you know, right. Guys, let's take, for example... Diamond and Silk. We, we all know who Diamond and Silk oh, are, the two them. black girls who support Trump. They were once put on a, on a video of theirs. I think it was right before the last election, 2015, when they were coming up to 2015-16. And they said they are so annoyed of being called African-Americans. And I've got American conservatives I'm linked to on my friends list on social media and they also agree with this they are not why are they labeled african-americans they have never seen africa their parents have never seen africa they are americans stop labeling them african-americans if you want to call them black call them black but don't call them african when they don't even know anything about africa right their ancestors came from there yeah they call them yeah, you know, maybe some want to be described as that. But I can understand the black people in America not wanting to be called African-Americans because they've never seen Africa. Well, it's labelling people, isn't it, Jan and Dave? Would you agree? It's labelling people. They're American. doesn't matter what colour skin you are. You're American. We don't, you know, we don't you say... Got, we, we don't... Our black people, not Muslims, I'm talking about our blacks, we don't say... And the, 100% most of them are from the Caribbean. We don't see the West Indian blacks, English. Right. We don't say West Indian British. Or we don't say Caribbean British. We just say they're British. And then okay. if anybody asks, we, we, it, it just amazes me that they're hanging on to that title of Africa. Well, all the black people it's that I've known and, and, and had contact with for the past 50 years, guys, over 50 years, have said, you know, almost all of them, okay, almost, yeah, okay, try, try, trying to do that now, Jeff. Um, okay, most of the black people that I've known here in the States for 
over half a century now. Uh, they they call themselves black. The, now they might in uh, in writings and stuff like that they might call themselves African Americans or or Americans of African descent or something of that nature. But when they're just talking to you and when you're just talking to them and you're just having a conversation and skin color happens to come up, which mm-hmm. no, no, sorry lefties, it doesn't always come up. Okay, they call themselves black people. And 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 that's it. And no, it's not racist to to say that. It's like it's like American Indians. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Some American Indians do insist on calling themselves Native Americans, but most of the Indians I've known in my lifetime, and I've known many, call themselves Indians. Okay. This is part yes. of the political correctness BS yes. that we have to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think we're all in agreement that. Uh, it, 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 when you put label on people, it, it, it creates stigma, and and that is it. And that calls then um, people do get really angry about uh, that. Not all, but you do get people that get angry because they're being labelled. I don't, you know, I, I'm an Anglo-Saxon man, whatever you want to call myself, um, but I'm British, English, whatever you want to call me. That is it. Um, but just don't like. People being labelled, it's not, not right. I think, um, I think, I think it's okay if the individual... It's okay if that yeah, individual yeah. person says, I'm African-American. But when the media yeah. or the, there's a news report and they'll say, like, I watch American crime programmes and they'll say, African-American. Well, why not just say, the suspect is black or the suspect is Caucasian. I hear the word Caucasian quite a lot in America. Why have to bring African in? If they want to use that term, fine. But they're being labelled by society as African Americans. Yeah. Well, that's what the police do when when they uh, when they talk about a suspect. They say they say suspect is you know, um, black, um, six feet one inches tall, approximately uh, you know one hundred and ninety pounds. Blah blah blah. That's how that's a, that's how you describe them if yeah. if you're a part of the police. So there you are. And guys, it's we're, yeah. we're getting down close to the end of the show again. Ten minutes left. Yeah, yeah. I was just so I was just thinking that. Uh, my goodness me, um, I don't think we 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 got onto too many other things we really want to talk about tonight because we've had Jan join us uh, tonight, and also we want to give a big shout out uh, for a June the thirteenth a reunion that I will be there. Yeah, me. Jeff and I are going uh, on our holiday will be there. And I hope many, many other great EDLers uh, and great there angels so, Jeff, there will be so many people so glad to see you after all this time. I'm not sure oh, they want to see me, but so, they'll want to see you. <laughs> I, I know that I'll shed a few tears when I see some of my old, my dear, dear friends, my family, because I look at them as though they're my family. You, you do the same, don't you, Jan? These are our family, like, you yeah, know? Yeah, do you know? Do you know, guys, the biggest section of the EDL was East Anglia. I always remember that, Jan, yeah, and you were part of that biggest section. And I would like to think that we could huge. get lots from the... East Anglia to come, you know, old names yeah. like Andy Wren and and Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Grubbs. Angel. Do you remember Sarah Grubbs? Should I say that name yeah, over the yeah, end? I don't know. <laughs> All them from There's the East so Anglia, they've been a great team. Yeah, I mean, uh, not my, uh, 
you know, my Ipswich division, uh, we was quite strong at one time. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm the last one standing um, <laughs> in the Ipswich division now. Or the mm-hmm. East Anglers. I don't know. I think there's still some East Anglers out there. But, um, but I don't care, you know, even if we are the last one standing. At least we're still standing. We ain't buckled. Yep. We're still here. And we're still fighting a good fight, aren't we, Jade? There's no, there's are, no way, surrender when, ever. When we're there, it's, it's kind of it's kind of five months away. But you know, when we're there, our Dave EDL co-host will certainly get a mention because they know he him too. Will. Um, well, Dave's been so. I mean, he's been with us quite a, quite a few long steps of the way over the years. Haven't you, Dave? You've been with me. God knows how many years. How many years you've been? With the EDL now, with the show, Dave. It seems like for ages. <laughs> Six, seven, seven years. years oh, no, Jeff, um, over seven years. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be curling up onto eight pretty soon. And I'll be celebrating my eighth year as the Unpleasant Blind Guy in uh, March. Wow, man. Um, a, lot, a lot of That's things amazing. happened in 2013. And one of them was, Jeff, that I... Came on this show called the English Defence League Radio Show. Yeah, I remember you only as Agador. That's when I met you. You were called Agador. <laughs> yeah. It took me a while to realise that you were Dave Milner as well. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of people that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not not a Doctor Who space monster. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just say, Jane. I'd like first of all. Um, for your final thoughts for this evening, I hope you'll be coming back more, uh, back into this. Into I will. The I've, I've, I've got that wee boost I needed. Uh, My final awesome. thought is, as always, keep the faith. Don't give up like okay. I nearly did. Keep the faith. Keep on fighting. We will. We will see this through. Maybe in a couple of decades. Maybe next week. Who knows? I mean, you know. I just want us to have our countries intact, our culture intact, and not be taken over by an alien, demonic culture that only likes death, rape, pillage, and murder. Hate it. Over to you, Dave, Jeff. Well, um, okay. God bless you, Jan. Dave? All right, well, yes, and uh, God bless you, Jen, from me as well. It's been great to uh, to hear you on the show, and hopefully you'll be back with us next Sunday because we're taking Thursday off. We've got some uh, things coming up in real life that have to be dealt with, and uh, we'll have a replay from the show, an encore show for that day. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you can uh, tune into that one, but we will be back on Sunday to uh, to do it all again, and hopefully we'll have our friend Jan with us. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, uh, hey, I'm available at the Unpleasant Blind Guy page at Spreaker.com. Uh, my showtimes are 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, that's 6 p.m. in the U.K., and midnight Eastern on Saturday in the United States. That's all, all times Eastern, and 5 a.m. Saturday in the U.K., and I can also be heard now... And uh, soon these recordings will also be shared on my website, or rather on my, the Unpleasant Blind Guy page at Spreaker.com. I'm a regular Thursday night guest of Ken McClinton, a host of the Exceptional oh, right. Conservative Show, and 
Dave, the, can you give? Sorry to interrupt you. Can you give me the link to that? This five a.m. one. Where was that again? Well, I'll I'll, I'll pass you all the links, Jen. Okay. Uh, and and uh, you all you have to do, guys. Uh, Ken's show comes on at nine p.m. Monday through Friday. Um, go to the exceptionalconservativenetwork.com and you can watch it directly from there. And I generally join him after ten p.m. on Thursdays. That's three a.m. <laughs> on Fridays in the UK, and that will be appearing on the Unpleasant Blind Guy page as well as recordings of this program. Uh, this this show here will definitely appear there, and I'm also available uh, through the Western Free Radio Network, and it's all done uh, partly through SHR Media. And I just want to thank you both, Jeff's honor and privilege as always. Jan, we've missed you terribly, and I just want to say to Foot Soldiers, Angels, and Freedom Fighters around the world, guys, uh, this is the moment. It's your moment. So be prosperous, be blessed, and of course, no surrender. I'm done, Jeff. Take us home. No surrender ever, Dave, and... Uh... Once again, Jan, um, you've really brightened up my day today. Bless you. Uh, bless you for, for being part of the show this evening and uh, hope to see you more yeah, often. Because it's never quite the same without you, Jan. Uh, but I'd like to thank everybody that's tuned in to the English Defence League radio show tonight. We've had a lot to talk about. And don't forget, we've got a reunion. The EDL's got a reunion in Newcastle yeah. on... And, of course, June the 13th. And you know what, guys? Me and Jan will be there. And Dave will be with us. And he will be carrying Dave with us, even though he might be a big spirit with us. And we'll be talking about Dave when we're there. If I stand on the stage, my goodness me, I'll probably freeze up, Jan. <laughs> no, you what won't. Like? No, you won't. Radio show and of course everybody else out there uh, the great organization of ours uh, god bless you guys and we'll be back again this Thursday as an encore show Sunday we'll be back same time same place same channel whatever anyway good night god bless and here we go good night everybody yeah stop pushing they're all pushing me again jane these guys <laughs> what they like the jam here we go come on then <laughs>
Oh, there you go. Um, so, with that, ladies and gentlemen, as I say, that we come to the end of a live, our live broadcast this evening. Uh, once again, uh, it's been awesome uh, talking with uh, uh, Jan. Uh, Jan Rennie, uh, a great part of our team. Uh, I spoke to him for a while, and it's good to be back. And yes, uh, we've got a reunion uh, on June the 13th at Newcastle. And we will be there. I'll be there. And so will Jan. And Dave will be with us as well. And uh, uh, so there you go. So with that, um, we'll see you again next week. Don't forget, we've got an encore show for this Thursday. Come Sunday, we're back to our normal broadcast. So from myself, from Dave, and of course, not forgetting our Jan, our Jan Rennie, our great angel now. Uh, no surrender, no surrender. And just one more thing. Just be vigilant out there, guys. Just be careful. Wherever you do, whatever you, wherever you go, whatever you do, whatever situation you find yourself in, make sure that you know your exits and where you are and your surroundings. Okay, guys? So for myself, Dave and Jan, good night. God bless. This is the English Defence League radio show signing off for the night. Good night, God bless, and no surrender ever. Good night, guys. And that is it for this time. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. The Unpleasant Blind Guy is copyright. 2020 Anno Domini Now for Dave's Canes Extras that help you navigate the new media world Conservative media done right You're listening to the SHR Media Network From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dunnitz. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com. At Lid Radio, we fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her housecoat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. This is Shannon Wright of The Right Way with Shannon and Mike in the AM. Mike's not here, so I gotta talk fast. You gotta join us. Fall season. Getting ready to start up with a whole bunch of new stuff. News and food and politics and sports and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff. But wait, Mike's coming. I gotta go. Remember, Shannon and Mike in the AM on SHR Media, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 AM. Make sure you tune in. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't. BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. 
the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon, can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon, only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found like Spreaker, iHeartRadio and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The dream deferred is real. You've been waiting for the Exceptional Conservative Network, and now it's here. Go to theexceptionalconservativeshow.com. Tune in and get the best in urban conservative talk. Stop dreaming. It's real. 